The Rounder Report, Season 1, Episode 9. Fabulous. Pass me that, pass me that. Uh, Good morning, everybody. Uh, You know, last time, of course, you were were tinkering with the microphone uh, a little bit. I can't help myself. uh, (laughs) So, uh, I've I've made you a little, little sign today. I must not play with the microphone. You might want to prop it up over there so you you are reminded of it. But uh, put it on the table. Maybe not. Well, it won't stay on the table. It'll slip, and there'll be an almighty noise halfway through the proceedings. You watch. Guarantee. Wait for the. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, so how have you been? Uh, It's been nearly a week since I saw you last. What what have you been up to in in the last week? Of course, eating all that uh, pancake batter. No doubt. That's all gone. It's all That's gone. all finished. All finished. Yeah. Croissants, are, all. croissants are finished. Ah, how did the croissant course go? Really, really well. Yeah? I haven't made some... I haven't actually practised since. Right. But I'm going to next week, I think. Right. I'll make my first batch after the lesson and see cool. how I go. Oh, but yeah. I think it went really well. Really happy with the course... Really happy with the teacher, Chef Manuel. <laughs> That's shades of uh, Faulty Towers, isn't it? <laughs> French guy, super nice. Really? Really, yeah. really helpful. Cool, cool. And yeah, so... And you enjoy maybe, it? Maybe next week I can bring some croissant over. Yeah. Handmade ones. And Fantastic. Then you can let me know. So when are you going on MasterChef? Never. Never? Okay. You're going to tell I'm me I'm already that. uncomfortable enough doing this. I don't think I could do TV. Really? Oh, no. I've I've done it, as you know. I once did some uh, dubious property programme or an episode of. Uh, I think you can say the name. Can I say the name? Yeah, you can say the name. Well, yeah. Well, I don't really want to say the name because it's shit. No. (laughs) And now we can't say the name. It's proper. (laughs) A well-known daytime. It's a well-known daytime uh, uh, property program. How many episodes uh, 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 did you one do? One of which there are many daytime property programs. So many homes under the hammer. Well, something like that. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, How many episodes did you do? Oh, only just the one. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't. Get, Simon didn't get a call back. Well, no, because obviously I was there in the professional capacity. You know, the the. They give you... Uh, oh, the valuation yeah, bit. Exactly. Right. And, and for all those who think it isn't scripted, rubbish. It, it's it's uh, completely scripted. In, fun, in fact, when I got there... You can't you ruin sound. people's impression of this show. Well, it's like wrestling. Sorry. People, people don't think wrestling... People think wrestling is real. Well, oh, oof. really? Yeah. They really think wrestling is real. Well, that's a subject for another day, isn't it? I had a cousin-in-law. His fate was. Well, there's such a thing as a cousin-in-law. Well, what's it? Well, someone who marries your cousin is what? I don't know. Uh, well, I called him. I called uh, him a well, cousin-in-law. Because uh, yeah, somebody name... that marries your cousin is is uh, yeah incest. <laughs> it's another cousin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> his favourite thing to do. Yeah. Was to have a cigar. Yes. And watch WWF or E, I can't remember which one. WWF. And he loved it. Yeah. And he'd make me sit down and watch it for hours. 
Right. And I hated it. Uh, no. Um, I've always thought that Turkish oil wrestling might be more interesting because their hands go into some interesting places, I noticed. Yeah, but, you know, I was never, I never found watching, because back in... That must was, be the special TV show, TV no, channel no, that no, you, no, no, no. That you subscribe to. It's quite, uh, uh, I'm sure... I don't think you get it on Freeview. No, you wouldn't, probably not, probably not, uh, certainly not here. Anyway, um, after, the, I noticed after, to, after last uh, episode, the last episode, we were talking about, the, obviously, the monarchy. Yeah, it did and really well, by the way. It did really well. At least on YouTube it did. Oh, right, okay. It got well, a decent amount of views oh, compared we're to more, everything else that well, we've done. Slowly, slowly catchy monkey. It, it's, uh, and every day, in fact, I was, uh, yeah. Um, we'll get there, I'm sure. But you mentioned, we, we, we had a little thing last time, didn't we, about the, the kings and queens and what have you. And you, we, you wanted to know, you, you were saying about, who could possibly have been the first king? And I, you sent me a little snippet. First recorded king, yeah, exactly. The first recorded king. And uh, I thought that was Elvis Presley, but not recorded in that sense. He's a true king. Uh, right, okay. He's, he's number one, uh, isn't he? I've got a story about, uh, well, that, that's kind of about Elvis later, but uh, as part of the, the topic today. But yes, you mentioned uh, the, the world's first, and you sent a thing over to me, and the world's first, fir, world first king or empire was around 4,000 years ago in Mesopotamia which is very difficult to say especially if you've got false teeth King Sargon of Akkad yes yes but they would have almost certainly have been kings and queens before then but the first recognized yeah you know written down somewhere yeah is, is King Sargon of Akkad yeah but it still doesn't really explain how the entire structure was created. But, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but there we go. Yes, little uh, pointless bit of historical knowledge. <laughs> anyway, today we're going to be talking about uh, all things relating to sort of uh, cosmetic surgery and right. people's need to, to, to somehow uh, uh, look... Uh, Different to what they, uh, <laughs> what they would have done otherwise. Um, so, once the preserve, of course, of fading Hollywood stars and, and retirees to Miami, uh, it now seems that going under the knife, of course, is uh, you know, an injecting paralysis-inducing toxins into one's forehead and lip fillers. Bit of botulinum toxin. Botulinum. All in the pursuit of vanity is nearly as common as brushing your teeth. You know? And uh, uh, although I'm not averse to a few enhancements like tattoos and piercings, of which I have a number, but I think that's kind of an expression of oneself rather than trying to, to uh, you know, uh, uh, look entirely different. Um and I'm not really talking about those pop stars either that uh, from the 70s and 80s, you know, they, they sort that, that try desperately to cling on to the youthful look they once had. Madonna. Um, uh, I, I think, think Madonna has to be a really good case in point. <sighs> yes. She's Just a, trying to sort she's of... She's a scraggy old thing, isn't trying she? Trying to sort of hold on to the last scraps of yeah. fame. Let it go, love. 
Yes, let it yeah, go. Let it go. Let it go. Is she a grandma um, yet? No, uh, she's not. I don't uh, think so. Maybe not yet. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I remember uh, when wasn't she married to Guy Ritchie? She after, was. Uh, so after the divorce, uh, he, he, he the, the whole time he was married, he couldn't have a grilled sausage in the house. Was that? <laughs> Obviously, she didn't approve of him eating grilled sausages. <laughs> she might have been. Is she ve- vegan or that vegetarian? That doesn't make any sense. No, I think it's because of she's either a vegan or a vegetarian or something. If you're, going to make a, if you're going to make a comment like that, you have to at least qualify it. Uh, you can't just say he wasn't allowed to eat grilled sausages. Well, and then, I'm only, and not explain I'm the only, I'm it. only quoting what Guy Ritchie uh, once said in an interview. But yeah, um, uh, those, I'm not talking about those pop stars either. You know that, that uh, obviously um, are stuck in a time warp. Um, of their former best selves from 40 years before, you know, sort of uh, still dying what was left of the ponytail and the beard and desperately trying to maintain the relevance uh, in a world, you know, that, that uh, uh, most people don't even remember who they were. <laughs> um, so uh, it's, it's... My main concern, of course, today is, is about... Uh, you know the propensity for youngsters and so forth to to have you know uh, lip fillers and, and uh, I mean cheek implants uh, and the like. Uh, I mean I can't quite understand why somebody uh, would have so much stuff put into their lips they could pick up a penny piece off a laminate floor. Um, uh, do you find it a bit odd? youngsters can't quite uh, you know I mean I expect it from older people although I'm not going to go down that road road, rude rude (laughs) that road myself Um, but it does disturb me that uh, it seems to me that in this age of social media uh, that that, uh, youngsters are not happy with their look that they have to resort to all sorts of uh, you know, uh, horrible and dangerous. Let's say dangerous, be very dangerous, dangerous procedures. Because I, I, a lot of people know. have been to Brazil to do these butt lifts, and and some some of them have sort of passed away because of complications. It happens all the time. I mean, why on earth does somebody want to walk around with an ass like a well-stuffed sofa? My uh, my real problem with all of it isn't necessarily what what these people are asking to get done is that you have all of these consultants or doctors that are actually allowing it to happen. Well, yes, at what, at what point, I think it needs at legislation. What point does it, but I think there is legislation. But at what point do the doctors say, I really don't think you should go ahead with this, and I'm not willing to, I'm not willing to sort of do the surgery? Or is money king and sort of, as long as you're willing to pay for it, I'll do it for you. But it does seem... Because people go to Turkey, they go to Bulgaria. Yeah. Uh, Thailand, of course, is for, for, for some... Korea, Korea is an incredibly popular place to get um, cosmetic surgery done. Yeah. Because a huge amount of uh, Korean women, you know, do a number of procedures to maintain a very particular look. Which is sort of very much in very much in demand in Asia, you know. But it's um, it's verging on a uh, 
mental health issue, which well, I know I we'll think, be talking about yes, next time. Uh, I think so. I just, uh, I mean, yeah, would you ever, well, I mean, how would you feel if, if your other half came home and said, oh, she, the, the, well, I've had plastic, I've had plastic surgery. You have? You have? Well, uh, so I'll, I'll explain. But perhaps it didn't go so well. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah. want to take that back? No, I'm, of course not. Uh, don't beat me up. Well, uh, cool. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. No, you've had plastic so surgery. When I when I did martial arts, and I haven't, I stopped obviously oh, because injury. of because obviously I stopped during uh, during COVID. Um, in 2016, yes. I think it was, I was in my class, we were doing a set of kicks and we had tatami on the floor, yes. you know, those mats. Yes. And as I went to do a kick, the mat split yes. and I basically I lost balance on the foot, on my, on my standing foot. Yes. And as I went to turn... I landed with my fingers pointing towards me on the floor. Oh, yeah. And so I heard an almighty crack. Yes. And I knew it didn't sound good. And the teacher was like, okay, yeah. you go sit over there, you know, and at the end of class, we'll figure it out. By the time I sat down, I lost consciousness. And by the time I woke up, you know, someone was picking me up and they actually drove me in my car to the hospital. Now it turned out that I broke. All the bones in my left hand. Oh, okay. Literally, I did eleven. Oh, yeah, I can see eleven scars yeah, there. Eleven yeah. spiral fractures. Right. So, what so, constitutes plastic surgery in terms of relation so to your hand? What would you describe? I mean, so I had to have a plastic. I had to have a specialist plastic surgeon operate on my hand, not only to put the um, to to fix the bones in place with pins and plates. Yeah. But then I also needed. A micro, a microplastic surgeon, to do all of the repairs to the hand. Right. You know to regraft, you know everything, and to make sure that the veins were not damaged. So there's no plastic involved, is there really? Plastic means manipulation of the skin. Right. Okay. That's why it's called plastic surgery. Right. Okay. But it's not so, as in the recyclable sort of thing. No. I always, you always think of of, of plastic, so you think well, plastic. Yeah. There is no plastic involved. There's no plastic in involved. plastic surgery, surgery. Simon. Exactly. So, but so the point, the point being is, if it's for a medical procedure, you know, you have people that suffer burns, yes, um, acid attacks, oh, I get things that. like that. Yes. You know, I mean, that's then, then, necess- that's, then absolutely, yeah. because it's an absolute necessity. Well, I, I, I had to have it done. I had no choice. Yes, because you, you, know, you. Because you know, number one, I'm left-handed, so yeah, it was vital that I got my hand back. In his best left, of course you are. You're left-handed. Yeah. I'm just cack-handed. Well, you all knew that. <laughs> but yeah, so there are so many people that go through plastic surgery, but it's not for necessarily cosmetic enhancement. It's more well, for it, cosmetic uh, exactly. re- I mean, realignment. Yeah, I mean, you them. think of those those people. I mean, I think it's done, but you know, um, most notable. Um, and birth defects the, as well. Let's not forget. Yeah, exactly. a number of people have birth defects that can be I get relatively all, easily resolved. You know, I get all that, and that makes perfect sense to me because uh, you know it, it, it is you know dealing with what otherwise would be a tremendous disfigurement, and it improves uh, your quality or, of life. Uh, more to the point. Exactly, but where 
how does it improve the quality of life for somebody who who uh, doesn't have any of these issues? And and actually, is is probably uh, you know, by any measure uh, nice looking to then put injections of Botox in their in their forehead, uh, fillers in their lips. But that's I mean, when you... You know, shouldn't we be addressing this as a mental health issue rather than a, 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 rather than pandering to it, uh, which obviously doesn't resolve the issues yeah. that they've got that made them f uh, less than satisfied with their look in the first place. Well, I mean, look... Obviously, they need to search from within. I think it falls under a number of... Sorry, a number of categories. Yeah. One is a simple exercise of vanity... Yeah. The other is body dysmorphia, which is, is sort of a lot of people talk about that yeah. now. You know, where when you look in the mirror you don't see you don't see yourself in the way that you want. And it can well, we all have that. It, I'm sure everyone has it to we a certain have degree. An element of it. I've never liked my nose. I mean it, it, I've got a nose that, that could inhale Peru. Um and I, I've never really liked it. I've always been aware that it it, it, it I bet it's, you've given it a good go. Uh <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's never, well, well uh, <laughs> no, no, I haven't, I was never into that kind of, uh, uh, thankfully, uh, road to ruin, um, but, you know, uh, let's throw, let's throw. Been, with this nose, it would have been very costly, of course. Let's throw the co-host under the bus. You know, I, I, it would have been very costly, because I, I, you know, I could have, uh, yeah, not only inhaled my own stash, but inhaled the neighbours as well. Okay, look, so let's divide it between simple vanity, simple vanity projects, those that have body dysmorphia to yeah. whatever extent, yeah. where, you know, it affects their, their, their lives, it affects their ability to form relationships and potentially communicate with people on a general level. And then there's the sort of... But you know, people that have real psychological issues but for whatever reason and they feel that they need to have certain surgeries done in order to, you know, again, improve improve their mental health. And at some point, you know, it can actually be useful. I get it. But I think what we're talking about is why do people do it for vanity purpose only? To try and conform to a certain look. The yes. Kardashian look, the Katie Price Look, you know, and all these sort of people that you see, you know, on TV, models that are on Instagram, they all become somewhat sort of like homogeneous, you know, they all sort of look more or less the same, you know, <laughs> big ass, big tits, massive lips, you know, caked on makeup. But it looks you know. dreadful. To us, They're maybe. probably very beautiful girls without, uh, uh, you know... Uh, and I, yeah, but beauty, beauty in whose eyes? You may look at it and say, I think you've gone too far. But you have to bear in mind that we're of a completely different generation as well. But you know when people do this kind of stuff and they, 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 so they, 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 they start off with having a lip filler and it's because they're not happy with the way they look and then they ha have the lip filler. Are they going to then be happy with the way they look are they not looking or are they they're looking in the wrong place for why they're not happy rather than altering the thing i mean it's like as i said i never liked my nose but uh, yeah. uh, uh you know 
it, it's it's the one I've got. Uh, so get over it. Um, and well, what's the and name learn of... to be the best um, version of myself I can be. What's the name um, of that? What's the name uh, of that uh, guy? And, uh, Rodrigo. Do you remember there was a guy on TV? He also did Big Brother. He was one of the most. Oh, he's the guy that died. He died, didn't he? Did he? Oh, I don't know. But there was a guy who heavily, heavily modified himself. Yes. Heavily. Yes. Became very famous, you know, was on all these TV shows. Yes, he does. You know, and people would always ask him, you know, why are you doing this? Yeah. And he kept on saying, you know, you know, just because I want to, I think it will make me sort of a better person. You know, it's, it's what I need to do to go forward for my career, whatever it is. He then decided that he wasn't happy in his body at all. And he wanted to become uh, female. That's right. Yes. Right? So he yes. so he transitioned to to female, and I think he had the full surgery. He had the whole, he had the whole uh, tra- um, transformation done. Yeah. But I wasn't aware that he actually then passed away. I'm not sure. Yes, I'm sure he's he? he's uh, passed away. Well, that's a that's an incredibly sad story if that's the case, yeah. because clearly he was tormented for such a long time that he felt he had to constantly change his body but exactly it this is my but it, point but it wasn't are they actually yeah. answering the the uh, trying to answer the problem by by in the wrong way but he might not have known what the problem was yeah, which is why he kept on going he took it a step further thinking maybe this will make me happier and then when he got there he was like not quite so yet maybe, so i want to do something else. so right? maybe having or getting being able to have these procedures is a little too easy but that, this is my point why do doctors simply cash the check and do the operation exactly. without going deeper? Exactly. Surely, you know, clearly that poor that poor guy had, um, you know, troubles, you know, psychological issues for him to, to take these extreme steps. Dreadful. At what point did someone say, look, maybe you should speak to someone, yeah. you know, have a course of therapy, you know, Let's get to the root of things. And if you still want to do these procedures, then fine. But at least we've had a chance to, you know, address address what's going on in your mind. It seems as though it's become, as I said at the beginning, yeah, it it seems now that uh, it's it's as commonplace, seems as commonplace as people brushing their teeth. And I I just find it, you know, uh, uh, it it was the preserve of this sort of fading Hollywood actress who, who wanted to preserve themselves to, to, uh, that moment in time when they were most famous and couldn't bear to sort of let that go. Um, so I, I get I get that kind of age thing, uh, although God forbid, because I think... Um, uh, but can we qualify this quickly? I'm not saying that you should do this, but if you got down to your underwear and people saw the tattoos that you've got, yeah. would they not potentially say... Maybe this guy has an issue because you're tattooed from essentially from like head to toe. Yeah, but I see tattoos, and I've also got a number of piercings. Uh, but there are people, and in some interesting places. But there are people. <laughs> but there are people who would say that maybe you have a psychological issue that you're prepared to put your body through a certain amount of distress in order uh, to have. No, no, because I'm not. I'm. Uh, I, I see that that um, the. Uh, I mean, if you look at the history of things like tattoos and so forth, I see the tattoos and piercings as an expression 
uh, of who I am. Um, I mean, I've, I've, most of my tattoos, I mean, I know they've, they've become very fashionable uh, in, in recent years, but a lot of my tattoos are was a 35, 40 years old. I had all the sort of big work done a long, long time ago, way before it became the, the fashionable. The, this thing. is not my point. There, is, there are some people who, if they saw you, you they know, with might everything make also. another conclusion. They make they may come to another conclusion. The same way that we are making conclusions. But, but we're the same way. We're making conclusions about a younger generation that are altering their body form for but whatever I, I reason. Don't see, we just don't get it. I don't see putting Botox in your forehead or uh, lip filling your lips as a form of self-expression. Um, we'll have to bring I someone do, in and ask. I do see that that uh yeah i mean don't get me wrong people have tattoos for a number of reasons but it kind of it's like the 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 you know the bald head it was just is me being a me i mean i'm uh, in terms of myself i'm somebody who's very comfortable in their own skin and and as i said there are particular um you know Things that I, I I would rather have uh, had a Brad Pitt nose, for example. But I'm not going to go under the knife to have one. But we're talking about uh, I, permanent. Know, this is permanent this is I, Yes. Well, I know tattoos are permanent decisions, even if piercings are not. Um, but you know, you know, it, it's um, yeah. Here I am. I'm sort of in my seventh decade. Um, but I'm not trying to, to sort of... I'm working with what I've got uh, and, and trying to be the best version of myself in, in natural ways, if that makes sense, rather than to, to go under the knife to have this pulled back, that pulled back and starting to die yeah, okay, well, um, my, my head. Because I think that's where it starts to go wrong and it never looks great. Well, if you had, like, a tooth knocked out... Uh, well, <laughs> would you have it? Would you have it? Put, um, would you have it put back in? Uh, that, that's essentially a cosmetic procedure. Well, yeah, to a degree, yes, I agree. Uh, but would I want a set of uh, of teeth that looks like a a, a piano keyboard? Yeah, no. that li- that must admit that looks weird. Like, know, the, the, um, what, the, what are they veneers? Yeah, uh, where when uh, um, uh, you know but you kind of have to look away. Cause no, it's so bright. Yes, it's so bright. You need sunglasses on if they. There's that really like famous Liverpool footballer from Liverpool well there's I mean uh, the, the, what's his name there's an endless number their teeth are just two no no but his are like genuinely yeah like, I, I can't even explain how white it is oh, but it's it's really impressive yeah because then what must you do to maintain that because like surely you can't eat anything that's not sort of well it depends what they're made I don't know depends what they're made from they might have some kind of uh, coating on them I don't know I don't know uh, Varnish. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you can uh, just wipe them down. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I have got the number of teeth missing, which is... Um, yeah, me too, but that's uh, from martial arts. Like, yeah. But the thing is, you can't really see it. If it was right in front of my face and both my, my front teeth were knocked out, I don't think I'd be happy yeah, to stay teeth, that way. Your teeth, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, if any more teeth, uh, I lost a bundle of uh, teeth... Uh, one, I lost a few teeth when I, I, I had my jaw broken, and I, I, and I, you know, I fess up. I was far too fond of a bar of chocolate when I was a kid, and so that didn't actually yeah. help my uh, uh, 
uh, you know, dental uh, situation. Um, but, uh, you know, I've said to myself, obviously, if I lose any more teeth, then it becomes a practical issue. Because obviously, I don't want to spend my twilight years eating Farley's rusks. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, and, yeah, you and, want to chew on your chew. Having to pass by on, on all the things that I enjoy, you know, because uh, uh, my, my teeth is. Uh, yeah, there's a practical side to it. Um, and so there's a practical element to that. And uh, But if I lost a front tooth, yeah, there'd be a practical element to it. Would I replace it with. Well, I might might choose to replace it with a gold tooth and go, oh, hello, let's have, uh, let's go for a different lot. Um, I was considering that. But it's a tooth. Yeah. I mean, there is a practical sense to it and I'm not looking to have the tooth pulled out to replace it with something else. Isn't there a uh, practicality to having massive tits? Well, I don't know. I can't understand. Makes you a lot of money. You know, whether it's on Instagram or OnlyFans. You know, these people are making tens or even hundreds of thousands, oh. you know, seriously, off, really? off their bodies, yeah. Really? Unfortunately, there's... there's just, I might be able to get a nice big pair of tits done. Unfortunately, <laughs> there's, there's a... The sexualisation of women recently over the past, let's say, five, six years, and the advent of social media... And the advent of things like OnlyFans, you know, porn sites and all the rest of it, uh, social media sites where, you know, it's hard, even if you go on Twitter sometimes, you'll see some stuff that really shouldn't be there that pops up in your feed. Uh, and you're spending and you're spending enough time me. just sort of blocking people that you've never heard yes. of. Hello, hello. You know, I, I mean, noticed one busty individual this, popped up the other day. But this is not my point. Uh, and it's like, hang on a minute. But have a look how many likes they have. Uh, it's not just like 5, 10, 15, 20. No, it's thousands. Well, I've never so asked, somewhere, yeah. there are thousands of people that are liking these things, that are sending comments, often inappropriate, yeah. you know, but there's definitely a market for it. And if you're that way inclined... There are some people that will take full advantage of that because there's, 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 you know, it's well compensated. I'm not saying it's right. On the other side, you have, you know, impressionable uh, girls and boys that look at social media and they see these people and they try, yeah. you know, for whatever reason, they think they need to conform to that look. They might not have the self confidence within themselves to be happy. Ah, oh, well, it goes back to what I was saying before. Who, then, who isn't they it? are not dealing with the issues of their self confidence rather than uh, changing it through surgery. But people don't know who they are, you know, at that age. Right. So they try to conform to, you know, people that they see either on TV or on social media, and they sort of use that as a template. I'm not saying it's right. Yeah. I think I've, I think you and I have been quite lucky that we have our own mind about things. Yeah. You know, and I don't really want to do or be like anyone else. No. But that's me. But there are a lot of people who... Mind you, I might have seen things differently if I'd had a small dick. <laughs> but then that's, uh, man, uh, that's always a matter of opinion anyway, isn't it? Yeah, no, no, I'll make you right. Uh, next, next question. <laughs> 
So, I mean, how would you... I'll go back to what I, I mentioned earlier. How would you feel if, if your partner came home and said, look, I'm going to have some Botox injections next week? What, what, would, you, what would your reaction be? Um, it depends what the outcome is. Or, or, or your 85-year-old mother. I mean, what... what uh... Well, ultimately, sure, they can do it as they like. Well, of course. But if yeah. I don't like the outcome, I'll be 100% sure yeah. to let them know. I did, as an aside, I did have an... uh, I'm not going to lie. You know, if you then choose to do something and you look stupid afterwards, I'm not going to be like, oh, darling, you look beautiful. No, I'd be like, what the fuck have you done to yourself? This is the thing. But I'd expect the same from me. Yeah. You know, if I did something or dressed a certain way that wasn't appropriate or didn't look right, I'd rather have someone saying, Melvin, you look like an idiot. Yeah, but it's easy to change your shirt. It's easy to change your shirt. Exactly, once you... I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, 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 I've been uh, out and about uh, in a bar on holiday and suddenly there's been half a dozen people walking the bar all having, you know, and don't get me wrong, all sub-35, all having had Botox injections. It's actually quite scary, you know, because there's this sort of total expression. You feel like you've... Uh, but the problem is it's, it's so easily accessible. You've gone full on Madame Two Swords almost. You can go to almost any, you know, beauty salon and they'll offer some kind of non-invasive cosmetic procedure. Botox, fillers, whatever it might be. I have a very good friend of mine in Italy. Yeah. You know, her bust was, was huge. Like, like ridiculously big. Yeah. You know, naturally. Yes. And she would get so much negative attention. She even had. What well, because they were too big. It got so it know. got so bad that they even Playboy Italy contacted her to do a shoot, yeah. and she was like, "Okay, this is now going too far." You know, so her mum organised for her to have a breast breast reduction. I mean, not only was it difficult to walk around because you know. She was so top heavy that she ended up having a reduction, well, yes. and it changed her life. Okay. She was so much happier, you know, so much more confident because she was trying to hide these things, and it was, you know, almost impossible. Impossible to hide them. So again, plastic surgery can have a positive side to it, yeah. but that probably would have been easier to hire them out. Hire them out. But, you know, to, to people who wanted the pictures. I mean, yes, there is this... And there's this thing, obviously, uh, yeah, you've got those on one side who have got enormous breasts that, that find it, um, you know, that from a practical point of view are a pain in the neck and want them reduced. But then there's these and other pain, people... And a pain in the back as well. Uh, yes, exactly. And then there's these other people that, that deliberately want to go down that road and have... Gargantuan. Katie uh, Price only the other day. I think she's reduced a, now. No, no. She's, she's gone, gone bigger. She's gone bigger again. This is her sixteenth breast augmentation. Crikey. Sixteen. Sixteen. Well, she's gone up. I thought she'd had them reduced. She did, and then she went bigger. She went bigger. And she had a bunch of other like stuff. Walking done around with a couple of zeppelins. How old is she? Oh, I don't know. She's know. got to be in her forties by now, sure. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. She's in her yeah. Um, I mean, I've got to say, uh, I just find it. And she's another one that started on OnlyFans. 
because obviously she's and, got so many money problems. And and, and and you know, do you not think it's a bit irresponsible to 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 you know, you've got to be aware of the viewers that you might be sending out a signal that actually is, uh, you know, yeah, but it's a selfish act. Yes. So why would you care but, about what other well, people, other people think? think? Right. That's a good question as well. Even if you are a role model, yeah. you know, at what point do you say, I still have my own life to live and I need to be somewhat selfish? You know, if you're in the public eye that much, do you have to conform to a certain standard uh, all the time? Or can you say, I don't care about... But do you think there's I don't enough... care about my fans or the, or the public... I'm just going to go do whatever I want my way. If you don't like it, you don't like it, but that's that. I just think it's a, a, a terrible shame. I mean, I had a, f- a, um, a friend uh, I once said, and uh, it was a good few years ago, and um, we were sitting at the dinner table, and uh, he said, right, you know, uh, I'm thinking of having my lips done. Uh, I think they put collagen or something. I don't know what they put, but I'm to be honest, I don't know what goes in them. And I went, why, why, this, just, you know, it's, be happy with who you are, try and make the best of, of you know. Perhaps it's Yeah, well, no, not at all. You know, that was the odd thing, there was no reason for it. And I think he was about 35 at the time. And anyway, um, I didn't see him for about 12 months. And uh, when we next caught up, he's, he, he told me he'd come to... to uh, London and uh, he, he decided he was going to get this thing done and they'd done sort of one half of his lip and they, uh, suddenly he had this phone call and he was called away on the, this emergency and they didn't have time to do the rest and he said he he, he, he wandered around for three weeks oh. like Elvis Presley and I'm like eh. Why didn't uh-huh. he just wait the five minutes and get the other side done? I just don't know. What kind of an emergency I, I, was I it? think he was making an excuse that after the first thing he chickened out. It's probably out. so painful. He was like, yeah, no, no thanks. Well, um, but, uh, yeah, I just... Uh, I just think it's a shame that people go have gone down that road uh, to, to, to doing so many different things to themselves. I mean, you get... Look, you know, you get the standard sort of people that, that uh, you know, they get older, they dye their beards, they dye their hair, um, or if they're going thin on top, you know, they put, uh, they yeah. start wearing a wig or a toupee. Or hats. Um, but, you know, well, you know, we're, we're all right, fine, but uh, shave your head. If you've got a big, big bald patch and you don't like it, what's better to, to sort of Deal with it as it is uh, and work around it, or to stick something like a dead cat on your head, uh, like Michael Fabrican, Who? Uh, the, the MP in Parliament. He's the one that uh, uh, the two MPs sat behind, and the, the camera panned on him, and you could see them sitting behind, going laughing and going, "Fuck!" <laughs> and it, but it looks bloody hideous. Um, you know why? Why do something that emphasizes? You know, actually, uh, you know, where where are their mates to say, look, uh, look, fella, you know, actually, you'd be better off if you didn't. Uh, 
because it's not great. But that's not um, the point. Again, we go back to this whole body dysmorphia thing. It's what you think you look like in the mirror. Now, if you put a toupee on and you think you look 100 times better than you did without it, it doesn't matter what anyone else says. In your mind, you look great, and that's all that matters. Even if to someone else it might look absolutely ridiculous. That's what I mean. Everybody sees themselves in a certain way. It might be ridiculous to you, but to them it might be you know, the, the, the best thing, the best decision they've ever made. Well, I suppose. I mean, you know, this is uh, uh, you know, freedom of choice and so forth. But and these things don't um, have to be. These things don't have to be logical. We we're, we're applying logic to a situation that is often which is emotional. Beyond, yeah, yeah. It's emotional and psychological. It's not so logical. In other words, back to 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 you know, where we were at the beginning, especially for the more extreme. I mean, obviously. We talk about body modification. You get the people that, that put the rings in their earlobes. You get those. Well, again, you get the sub. Subdermal, subdermal beads. Have you seen that? And they put them like in the. I've heard of anal beads. No. Why do you have to go there? <laughs> you mentioned beads. <laughs> You're talking about beads. Apologise, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> I apologise. Sorry, everybody. There is, uh, there's something called subdermal beads, and they place them in the ridge of the skull. So they'll 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 cause a small small incision. Yeah. You know, just there, and then they'll actually pop a bead in. Yeah. And it will seal, and then you can get like ridges along your along your skull, or they put or they have you seen that they inject dye in your in your eye. See people that do that, so you have like black eyes, which is incredibly dangerous, but they do that. You know, all these sort of body modification things that you can do, you can go really supremely extreme. Yeah. But there are people that want to do it. You know, people who split their tongue. Ooh. You ever seen that? No, no. And they kind of look like lizards, like. Oh. There might not be any rhyme or reason to it, but there is someone out there. Makes eating an ice cream a bit tricky, doesn't it? Oh, well, maybe you did it quite twice as fast. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> might be a great thing if you're an ice cream lover. Yeah. To split your tongue in half. So you can lick it twice as fast. No, uh, doesn't make, you know. Well, I get, as I said, I get, uh, I get the thing with, 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 with piercings, which you can actually take out. People do weird uh, things, and ultimately. Put them take out on a, on a daily basis if you wanted to. And, uh. Um, and I get tattoos. Uh, I, I, you know, I see those as. Uh, but I always think, if, uh, even when I had my first tattoo, I had to really think about it. It wasn't one of those sort of arrive at the tattooist having been out uh, on the Raz uh, on a bender all night and being two pissed and waking up the next day going, oh my God, what have I done? Um, I really we, gave it some. I really gave it some thought. Can we ask what your first one my, was? My first one. Keep it clear. My where it was. Yeah, what it was and where it, where is uh, it? Well, it, it was a dragon, and it was in Leicester. Okay, good. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> no, it was on my arm. 
So you're dra- the dragon's the first one you've ever I had a small dragon on my arm. And I really gave that some thought, and I was about 18 at the did time. You, did you draw it, or did you get the artist to do it? I think the first, very first tattoo I had was, was well, I mean, I'm going back over yeah, when 40 was it? years. I'm going back to 19, 1980. Uh, so what was the tattoo scene even like? like how, many, how many shots were there? Well, obviously, I'm going back a long time. As I remember in Leicester, I, I, I don't remember there being more than one or two tattoo shops. Uh, you know, so you didn't really something. have a choice. It was either A or B. Yeah, it? and they tended to be, you know, but back then they stuck a transfer on you and it was more yeah. limited. And then I, um, for, for some reason, I had propensity towards dragons. Um, you know, I, I've been out with a few. Um, uh, I, <laughs> I had a propensity towards dragons because then I had a different type of like a lizard uh, lizard almost a dragony sort of lizard on the other arm and uh, I've got smudge now on the glasses and then I had a large sort of dragon on my leg and that was all in the space of about 18 months so I liked the first time it was like hmm you know but then I gave it the you know the the, the uh, more thought, and when uh, I think uh, later in my twenties, I started to have some of the bigger work done, quite tribal, um, and uh, so you know big tattoos on my back and on my legs. And did you um, enjoy the process? Um, look, because obviously it must be quite painful. At times. Yeah, I think enjoying the process is, is, I think it's important that you work with a tattoo artist. That, that When I had the first couple done, you don't really, you know, as I said, I was only about 18. But when it came to the bigger work, uh, and I was a bit more mature, um, I think I recognised you needed to have, especially because it wasn't, you know, some transfer stuff, right? that you have to have a relationship uh, in terms of the tattoo artist to understand that the, you know, the work they're going to do, their art, because you work together, but uh, that, that you have to, aside from anything else, have an explicit amount of trust in yeah, their ability. And also, if you're, you feel comfortable around the, the, especially where big work's concerned, it's uh, it's going to be easier to manage the actual process. Um, and you're spending and, a lot of time together. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so uh, uh, you know, so I had uh, a lot of the tattoos then done by the same person. But did I actually enjoy? Did, no, I mean I don't particularly like needles. Uh, it was more of a case of, uh, of uh, you know, uh, not the actual process itself, but the end result. But working with somebody where I could trust what, uh, you know, work with the artist, etc., to create something interesting, you know. So, yeah, uh, uh, here I am. But I've never regretted having them. Well, I think that's an important thing, which is why you need to kind of check yourself beforehand. So, yeah. because it's kind of a bit uh, people have them removed, then you never Re- really regrets a big yeah. issue. Yeah, 
yeah, there's no point in regretting it. It is what it is. Um, you know, so thankfully I didn't turn into one of those poor wrinkly old things where the tattoos start to look a bit jumbled. <laughs> You're now going to say, well, that's a matter of opinion. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, um, yeah, uh, just, uh, I find it just, um, I find it a fascinating subject as to why, you know, we've ended up in a society where um, people are so, you know, particularly, as I said, I think it's the younger people, are so unhappy with themselves that they're trying to create uh, something else and it's, it's perhaps saying something about the society we now find ourselves That's in. That's well. Vanity rules it, it seems. Yes. Which is a shame. So anyway, kind of brings me to... Um, I did find a little bit of a quote uh, for today. Let's have a look. Whatever there was a quote. It's actually, um, I found a quote which I thought was quite appropriate from uh, an Oscar Wilde, uh, the, the picture of Dorian Gray. Okay. Uh, Every portrait that is painted without feeling is a portrait of the artist, not of the sitter. The sitter is merely the accident, the occasion. It is not he who is uh, revealed by the painter. It is rather the painter who, on the coloured canvas, reveals himself. There you go. And on that note... And on that note, uh, thank, thank you, you for Oscar watching, Wilde. Everybody. Have a great day.